this is 180 milliseconds too late, the SSA Rocket League podcast. And we have just had qualifiers for the third and last regional of the winter split. And the third and third and last main event is coming up this weekend. So it makes sense to review the qualifiers, any stories coming out of there, and then throw forward and what we think might happen this coming weekend. And then next week is the last bit of RLCS content for a while because we'll talk about the event that just happened, the third regional, the winners, the losers. And then it's two months before the next split. So I'm going to have to come up with other interesting content to keep the podcast going. But that's a problem for two weeks from now. But for now, we can only be talking about predictions and what's happening in the local scene with... Ultrasm and Muzz, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hello, sir. So here we are once again talking about a, a qualifiers that have just happened, a split coming up, and, and, and who would have thought we would have to spend so much time talking about it? And what I love, by the way, one of the many things I love is that, you know, team stories and machinations, people leaving teams, new teams, what's happening inside teams – was not a topic of any interest just a year ago in in this region. Now suddenly the players become stories. What they do matters. It's important. And 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 it's such a, a pleasure to sort of be here on the sidelines, A, cheering them on, but E, uh, B, sharing the stories. Yeah, I must admit, like, considering, what, a year ago, two years ago, we could barely have any of our events streamed. We could barely have any teams entering for something like VS Gaming or something like that. ACGL was really struggling to get teams for their weekly competitions. Now we have guys coming out as low as gold level players, you know, starting to come in and push people. Join VS. It's the tournaments that we can practice in <laughs> because for the big names, we're wanting to get there. We're starting to see teams start swapping around and take it more excitedly than ever before and it means that we're getting growth in terms of player development we're getting growth in terms of prize pool and uh, people viewing streams it's the best thing ever shall we talk about qualifiers i don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at the uh, liquipedia page mm. and the qualifiers uh, a lot of non-surprises in terms of the teams that came through like bot gaming and pwb wonderful mm. to see that they're still in the mix our reunion island team but I want to chat to start with um, a team called, and they have a ridiculous name. Their name is Yankees with No Brim. I went and had a look at their players, and I don't, didn't really recognize any of them. So I sort of tried to find them and reached out to them. So Yankees with No Brim, the team are Tristan, who's 15 from Cape Town. He's played in a couple of uh, regionals with TKO. And then uh, Kino, who's 16, who's an American living in Maputo. And then Amogus, who's 16, living in Joburg. And then, very excitingly, a 17-year-old from Cape Town named Kirika, who is a girl, a woman, a woman playing competitive Rocket League. Yes. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's definitely good to hear of. And see, I'm looking at the Liquipedia now, uh, as well, following as you're going through that, Ryan. I mean, you know... We we seen kind of uh, the FE scene slowly build with different titles, and so yeah, definitely good to see these young young female players joining the Rocket League scene, and hopefully there's going to be more to come. Right? Is that kind of the only one, the first one out of you know what, thirty two players or more? 
Um, it's it, 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 certainly the first that I'm aware of. Um, yeah. So and and she she is the sub. She's a she's a champ two. Um, the others are sort of champ uh, grand champion two or three. So she's subbing, but she's she's there and in the mix. And this is where it starts, right? You've got to start. You can't have your second, third, fourth uh, females coming into the scene without the first. So I have yeah. a lot of respect. I cannot wait to see this team. And considering you talk about the team as a whole being so highly leveled, it would be great to see what these guys can do when they bring it up. I mean, when you look at the results of like the Swiss stage, they were taking teams like Bot Gaming 3-2. I mean, that's they, they obviously lost that. But, you know, this is the, the highest rated team that's coming through here. And so they're developing a scene where it's able, where women can maybe perhaps feel comfortable coming mm. into it, that there's this space for them, that there's teams looking at pure skill instead of, oh, this is just an old boys club. I mean, Rocket League in South Africa has always been, well, we've always tried to make it a very friendly place, a very accepting place. And to see people picking up as, you know, women, unfortunately, in esports suffer a lot of prejudice against them mm. yeah i want to see them come up and step up and show yeah we've got all the skills that these boys do as well we're here to take the fights so yankees with no brim and i did ask and say what does that name mean and they were basically like well they were coming trying to come up with, uh, with some ideas and amagus came up with that so they went with it so it doesn't even mean anything much but there you go well it's certainly unusual enough to to attract attention but to your point alt i you know, they, they came through the Swiss stage on Sunday 3-2. So they sweated in the end. But the teams they beat, they beat Synergy Gaming. They beat uh, Team Espionage. Mm -hmm. So there was some uh, – and so for me, this is my pick as a potential dark horse team. And considering outside of Tristan, who's had, had some – competitive experience and, and and with TKO had a couple of games in what some I think in the fall split maybe um none of them have competitive experience so they're coming in here never having played any tournaments yeah I mean I mean that's just you know this is kind of the underdog stories we want to write you I mean you've said it just perfectly they're fine you went three and two against synergy and three and one against team espionage like uh hello what the hell did you do there um you know you just scraped into the qualifiers fine eighth position but hell the two teams that you beat uh at the beginning there are the two teams that are you know kind of the ones you want to beat right i'm sure olympics like uh excuse me what's going on there so yeah i'm excited about that i, I think every it, it feels like every single regional we all, almost seem to be seeing new teams qualify every mm. time and the so, best part about that, yeah. There's always is, flavor coming through. Yeah. The best part about that is, like you say, they don't have any competitive experience. What better stage than to start rocking up to RLCS, to <laughs> the actual regionals, to getting to the group stage. If you want a trial by fire, step up onto the big stage. This is how you do it. You go into those Swiss stages. And um, I don't know if you shouted to them, Greybeard, but I don't know if they expected to get as far as they did. And so basically every step, every match that mm. they get from now on, is going to just improve them more. Yeah, we're not expecting them to come in and take first place or something like mm. that. But every game that they play is just more growth for this individual team. And and the importance of other players who maybe haven't signed up because they go, well, what's the point? We're never going to get in. Yeah. But then they, then they see the stream and they go, well, who the hell are these people? 
You know, they've yeah. kind of come out of nowhere. They're they're in the top 16 teams. I would love, it would be amazing if they could somehow get through to day two, make it through the 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 gauntlet of the group stage and, and get a slot <laughs> right. in the last eight. I mean, that would really shake things up. But just being there is 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 an inspiration to others. So so I'm gonna be rooting for them and certainly keeping an eye on on their progress. And then um, a team that didn't go through, which I'm a little bit sad about, is uh, Unity Gaming. Our our high school champions didn't mm. didn't make the cut, finishing ninth in the Swiss stage, so just narrowly losing out on the main event. Yeah, and they they end up going two and three there as well. So kind of rough end of their uh, you know Swiss stage round five for them as well. But of course they went up against PWB. It's our strong French team, and then of course they had to play uh, Suzaku as well there, which uh, great bit I'm sure you can bring up a little later. I think mm-hmm. Serenity has kind of been doing a lot of work on Twitter lately, boasting about their team. So another new squad that I you know I'm dying to see what they're going to be able to do on the field because actually they finished third which, you know, they've finished really, really well uh, for a team that we haven't seen just yet. So I think it's, it's going to be another bang of a weekend coming. So I'm just wondering about Unity because they were very promising coming out of that VS Gaming High School Championships and they were in, in a couple of the – they were in the fall split from what I recall under it. But uh, I think they might be a bit disappointed having not come through Qual's alt. Yeah, I must admit, you look at the teams that they won versus lost against, they went 3-1 versus Aces. Aces, not exactly a team that we've come to to know anything about. Um, they went, so, you know, only winning 3-1 is, is a good sign for them. 3-2 versus Barney and his dinosaurs who have started to show their name. But then you go down 2-3 to PWB, you're looking strong. You know, if that's the third game out of your Swiss stage, you're going, all right, these PWB guys have started making a name for themselves. They're going further and further in every one of the regionals so far. So sure, we can take that loss. Then you take a loss to Suzaku, as um, Muzz says, is a new team that's coming out of nowhere and looking to make some names. And then you go down 3-0 to Synergy and you're going, oh man, like we would have really liked to, that's three rough draws in a row, but that was your make or break. Was mm. Synergy was that we should have come through and to go down 3-0 mm. makes me really sad. If that was a 3-2 and they had just lost all of their three games as 3-2s, then I could have gone, you know, this is this is a team who fought so hard to the end. But if, if they want to step up, if they really want to make it onto that big stage, then these are the teams that you're going to have to beat. And it mm. makes me think that maybe these guys just aren't consistent enough. You know, maybe mm. they're relying a little bit too heavily on high-level mechanics or individual solo plays. I mean, when we look at who the team is made up of, we're talking about someone like Technic Eagle. We pushed so hard when we did VS. Incredibly skilled individual player, but that's not going to take you when you get to these high teams. So get some synergy around you. Get some work. Mm. you got Potato with a gun and Richard H, who are also on that team, who are stellar players for young mm. guys coming onto the scene. I would love to see them use their, their opportunities together, and maybe that's the sort of growth that they need to focus on in the future is being able to develop the team cohesion. And I and I hope they keep grinding at it because they are. Uh, I love that they were involved and 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 I think they are superb players. So they probably just got a few things to figure out. And I hope they they do and they come back strong in the uh, what is the next split? The, the seasons are all wrong. It's spring, right? It's fall, for, yep. autumn <laughs> for us. Spring for what uh, what American Europe consider the rest of the world. Okay, fine. So now let well we mentioned Suzaku. So that's a, also a new team coming through. Their first. Their first main event, that's Crisp, Lemons, The Keychain, and Serenity. Now, Serenity's been very busy on, 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 on Twitter. 
sort of hyping himself up and 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 he's sort of staking a claim for greatness in the regional and he's list, he, he's listed as the sub but i spoke with lemons and it looks like he's going to crack a nod for the mm. for the main roster so keen to see how they fare up against the tough teams come the weekend there are no okay so the teams bring it up are, are otherwise the usual suspects bot gaming we expected them to go through they're through pwb our reunion island and i really would like to see them go further and auto qualify for the next split, if that's if that's part of the deal, Barney and his dinosaurs—they were savagely affected by load shedding in the last regional, mm. very unfortunately. So hopefully they have no issues and they'll have an outstanding weekend. Evolved Gaming, the old boys, Elf, Elf and the boys, and uh, hopefully they can have a good run this coming weekend as well. And then Suzaku, we mentioned Synergy Gaming, Team Espionage, and then Yankees with No Brim, who we spoke about earlier, and that. Brings up the, uh, the the final eight four main event of the teams that auto qualified for the main event. For that, I actually just want to revisit Suzaku because it's a team we haven't actually seen before, and Lemons has been on the scene for a little while. Crisp, I think, has popped up once or twice before. Serenity, though, is yet again another one of these high school players. He was one of the players who actually, um, on a personal note, knocked my school's team out of the the, the HSEL last year. So. There's a little bit of personal uh, respect for him because I know, like, my team had Echo from DNMK on it, and mm -hmm. Serenity came through and actually dominated there. So, you know, you've got a player with some professional experience at a high level, and it amazes me and it just inspires me how many of these teams have high school players on them. We always talk about the depth of uh, South African Rocket League, and Serenity is, again, another player like mm -hmm. Tadai for, like Hamburger, like all of these guys that may be able to start, I, I, wait, I think not high, uh, Hamburger, it's Beanster. Oh, yes. Also, you know, high mm -hmm. school level that these guys are looking to come through. And I mean, when you look at the fact that these guys didn't just qualify, they came, came in at that third to fifth spot. Um, this, this is great. Suzaku came in three and one in the Swiss stages, only losing to Evolve Gaming. Mm -hmm. They three-owed Cryptic. They three-won against Team TKO. They three-twoed against Unity, like we said. That, this is... A team that actually, for a team that hasn't made it through to the group stage, group stage, is coming through with some confidence and some some real comfort behind them. And uh, yeah, and I have to say, I love the fact that he was he's been noisy on Twitter and you know <laughs> sort of throwing it out there and, and and sort of throwing down the challenge, putting himself out there, which is a brave thing to do because he'll get hell if they have a terrible turnout. But they've cleared the first hurdle; they got through quals. They're headed to main event. I mean, that's huge. Yeah, and right every single day, Gravebeard, I think he tags us and he says, come look at this flip reset, check out this crazy <laughs> move, look what I'm doing in scrims. Um, you know, and he is, you know, they're active on socials, which I think this SSA region needs a lot more of. You know, I think a lot of these players don't understand the kind of almost clout and reach they can gain with a lot more kind of social media experience. And, you know, he's doing just that. And yeah, Serenity, I think, was that Ronda Bosch team that did so well. So, you know, yeah, like like um, Ultraism was saying, has the experience, has played some competitive rocket league um has a little bit of boasting behind him but that's okay and you know finished yeah third to fourth so definitely also had a decent time of the close qualifiers and you know let's see how they're gonna do and what kind of group they end up in and, and then and the, the point go ahead the point of, of the point of like going mad on social media is you gotta remember this is a guy who's probably wanting to get picked up by the big teams in a couple yeah. of months time or something like that you gotta put a name for yourself to it now there's starting to be enough players across the board that are starting to make a name for themselves. 
if you're not going to get noticed, you're not going to get picked up. You want to get your name in everyone's mouths and then show up on the day. And like you say, Greybeard, if he doesn't show up or if the team gets kind of hammered, it, gets hell. It, 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 it kind of has a little bit of negative press behind it. But at the same time, you want your name to be known. Mm. Get your name out there, get picked up by a big team and just carry on with that growth. So yeah, market yourself, man. Keep pushing for it. Uh, um, we saw Eliakim who suffered with a little bit of negative press when um, he was he was trying to get his name known. And now he's showing up mm. with top teams. So mm. yeah, Serenity, even if he doesn't show up on this one, just get that name. Guys, start remembering the name Serenity because if it's not this year, it's going to be next year. All right. Well, a couple of other newsy uh, newsy bits. Uh, so Joshua is the sub for Bravado, um, but he's mm. not a he's not like a full paid member of the team. He's he's listed at the sub, but he's he's not regarded as I don't know what the terminology is. But he's uh, he's not like a contracted player. Let's put it that way. Mm. And given that he this weekend is going to be his last appearance, or Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, appearance and sub is not necessarily two words you often use together. But his last time on the roster as sub for Bravado, he's going to be after this forming a new team with Defunct and Gold Ninja for, and they're going to be getting ready and prepping for the spring split, which is kind of interesting. Gold Ninja, I haven't heard much of at all for some time. I mean, he's a he's been around a while defunct of course we know so that might be pretty exciting a team that they're calling fish okay fish, fish yeah. and water I mean, and pirates are you kidding me guys like really <laughs> yeah i can't I mean, wait to yeah. commentate this this is going to be like all the puns ever I, I love it but yeah i mean that's 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 pretty exciting you know gray but you seem to kind of get the gossip uh, hot off the press it seems but that's going to be nice because obviously i don't think lost legions we've seen them have too much of a stellar time so i uh, kind of I'm glad to see Defunct saying, you know, guys, let me kind of move on. Let me see what I can do. Also, Impisapi was popping off last time they played as well. Mm -hmm. So maybe if he steps off the bench, fills mm -hmm. out that roster with Rowan and Sweaty Clarence, uh, Lost Legion Giants can still have kind of a decent time of, you know, whatever they do with themselves. And then Defunct moving over to join Joshua. Um, that could be pretty cool, right? And if Joshua, I guess, has learned anything from the Bravado team, I mean, who knows what kind of, you know, how things could go there, right? That could be kind of, I'd imagine, not a too bad roster. Depends how Golden Ninja kind mm -hmm. of steps up to the plate, right? Well, listen, we've got two months, a, a two and a bit months. I think it's something like mm -hmm. 10 weeks between the end of this split and the next one. I mean, that's a lifetime in in, in, in Rocket League months uh, or, or years. So so who knows what people can, in, in, and I have no doubt there's going to be massive grinding going on. And I think where this really starts to shape things up is Lost Legion Giants, which is where Defunct is coming from, has kind of been sitting at about that eighth position. They don't really get anywhere through the group stage or anything like that. And so it might pull Lost Legion Giants down or, like Muzz says, allow Impisapi to take the step up and maybe change up the team dynamics there, which is fine. You know, Lost Legion wasn't sitting at the top already that are now going to have to suffer. But it means we got one more team that's going to step up and look to to make a challenge. and. You know, at the end of the day, that's what we're wanting. We're wanting as many good teams at the top and try and shut down that that deficit between the, the really, really top teams and, and the rest of the field behind them. So, yeah, let's let's get more teams in here. Because even if someone like Defunct, who has been playing for a while and has picked up the, the experience from Rowan and Sweaty Clarence, is now going to be able to now mentor even new people. The um, Ninja, Gold Ninja, is 
maybe not someone we've seen on the competitive stage, but getting to play with two big players is going, yeah, all right. So one more person starts to learn from the best. All right. And then my my final newsy item for this week is DNMK, a team we've yeah. spoken about, and they are they're sitting at fourth, but only just, only 40 points ahead of Apex. So it's pretty tight. And I hear that Echo is not going to be playing this weekend. He's going to be replaced by Entity. Uh, Echo apparently going on holiday. And Alt, I don't know if, uh, I mean, well, he's no longer a student of yours, but uh, that might be uh, awkward for DNMK. Well, this this is the thing, right? Is that Echo's kind of been the hardest grinder on that team. And we've said it a couple of times before, where DNMK is made up of three amazingly get talented players, but they don't work super well together, you know? And unfortunately, when the pressure gets high, they start fracturing a little bit. They start to try and carry the game on their own selves. And so Echo has been a big stalwart in that and, you know, a, a large part of their success because he has been able to pull off ridiculous things. I mean, we commented on that that one redirect of his from above the goal line, mm. which was mad. Mm. But you now take out maybe not a key player because you're not holding the team together, but you're taking away one of the three individuals. Maybe Entity now has that ability to bring the team together. Maybe there's just a little bit more cohesion, giving DNMK a little bit more of a step up. But if Entity doesn't fill that role, you've now just nerfed the team. And unfortunately, like with Echo, he's going away now, and then he's unfortunately soon moving across, um, moving out of the country. So he doesn't have a long time left in the scene as is. Um, DNMK would have been liking to to train someone up in a stead anyway. Um, and considering that they they haven't actually been winning number one position, mm. I, I worry that they they're already fighting for these hard spots. Maybe mm. they've already given up on the second wild card slot already and gone. All right, we got the rest of the year. Let's just start training up people for next year's RLCS, or maybe let's just focus on getting as much cash as we can from these positions. In which case, it doesn't matter if they drop one or two positions too badly or something like that, um, if it secures their longevity. But, you know, Echo is a powerhouse in the SAC. And to, to lose someone like that, um, I don't know if he's ever going to get picked up maybe for the next split or something like that by a different team. But he becomes a free agent that becomes really potent or really detrimental if you're DNMK to lose. Well, I, I, I mean, one... Does open an opportunity, of course, for Entity. Entity, another player who's been sort of in and around, um, and he gets his shot on the main stage. So, so an opportunity for him to lift the boots and 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 make a showing. But but I do think it's it's uncertainty within a team, which is never good. And um, so we'll see how DNMK do. Like, over the weekend and whether they can hold on to that fourth spot um, or maybe they pop off with Entity. Who knows? And they land up coming second or something ridiculous. You know, kind of we talk about, you know, traditional sports and how a bench warmer can come back and be impactful, right? That impact off the bench. Does Entity, Entity bring that now to DNMK and say, you know what, guys, you've kind of maybe been very consistent at making top five the whole time, but I'm going to be the person that makes a splash right now and kind of takes us over to the edge. Um, we also don't know if any of the players in any of these teams are experiencing burnout. You know, and, you know, the new kind of grind that all the teams and players are putting out towards the RLCS, we don't know how that's really kind of affected 
effect in any fatigue. And, you know, we can kind of see it when it goes regional to regional. Bravado don't have the best time and then have to have a lower bracket run. ATK kind of go already out to a very hot kind of royalty esports team. And so maybe Entity kind of, you know, absolutely pops off for the side and the synergy is good in the fact that DNMK have a stellar time. And I know Ultraism was kind of saying it could be a nerf, but maybe it's also a buff and we're going to have to just see what he does off that bench and how it kind of impacts their side, I think. Yeah, well, you know, like I I say it's a nerf because he's a talented individual (laughs) player, but maybe that's the problem is that we've got three people trying to rush forward and take every shot themselves. Maybe Entity now just lets We Casper and Yopego go a little bit and just decides to be that kind of passive patient backman and clears the ball, makes the opportunity, finds the pass. Maybe he's got more of a passing game style towards him. Like we say, his Entity, he's, he's been around the SA scene for a while, but we haven't actually seen him come to any of the big tournaments recently. So, you know, I think any information we've got on him is a little out to date. And so I would love to see what his new play style is, especially knowing that maybe his entire job is to enable the two really good players. Or I, I, I'm not saying that he's not a really good player, but the, the proven uh, stalwarts of the team in Wee Casper and Yopego. And if they, they design the team around Entity's new play style and where Echo was too aggressive when combined with Casper and Yopego, now Entity falls in that third man spot. Like you say, I, I'm, I'm certainly not saying that it's guaranteed as a nerf. And I'm still expecting DNMK to do well against most of the teams. Um, yeah, Entity, still solid player. Yeah, let's go. Let's see it. All right. Well, that does then bring us to predictions. And at this point, I was supposed to have been sent the groups, who was in what group and how the groups were seeded, and so we could talk to it. But as we got to this moment, I had not gotten that information, and it wasn't publicly available yet. So we were unable to do predictions. We were going to regather later once I had it, but life happens. Muzz had things to do. Alt had things to do. I had things to do. We never got round to the predictions. So instead of delaying this episode of 180 milliseconds too late, I am going to post it because I really enjoyed the conversation about the qualifiers and the exciting new teams and players coming out of that. And I'll do an addendum for the predictions, hopefully tomorrow before the start of the regional. So I hope you enjoyed our conversation thus far. And in the meantime, peace.